Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hello and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us there in the WDBO app. Well, unless you've been totally unplugged this week, which frankly is not a bad idea, but unless you've been totally unplugged, you know that the top story throughout the week has been the indictment and the eventual arraignment of former President Donald J. Trump. Well, Congressman Corey Mills, who, by the way, recently drafted articles of impeachment against the U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, has a lot to say about Trump's booking. The congressman represents Florida's 7th District, which includes all of Seminole County, as well as the southern half of Volusia County. Here's that interview now with U.S. Congressman Corey Mills. Let's start with your uh, general reaction with the former president pleading not guilty and the circus that was yesterday. What are your thoughts, Congressman? Well, I mean, first off, I think that it's very clear that this has been a weaponized judicial system against the president. I think that we have to kind of go all the way back from the very beginning where it was obvious that Alvin Bragg, when he ran during his election, said that I would use my position to indict and to go after the president. Um, I think that we have to the fact that uh, many of his donors uh, were people like George Soros, who obviously has a political agenda in mind. But you also have to look at how the court has handled it so far. The judge, whose daughter is a well-known Democrat strategist uh, who worked on the Harris-Biden campaign, is very troubling. The fact that they tried to break out the um, single payment of 130000 into 34 individual items shows that they're trying to continually look at how they can increase the charges themselves. It's just the entire thing. You can see where there has been this continual utilization of that position and abuse of power to try and target and go after the political opposition, which is President Trump and the 2024 uh, candidate. I was telling Brian Kilmeade earlier this morning, Congressman, that there was a part of me, a part of me that had hoped that there was something there, some sort of a bombshell, that there was something <clears throat> new for the country's sake, because it looks to me, and, and obviously to you, that if, as if it's Russia, Russia, Russia all over again, there's really nothing new here. Well, that's exactly right, Scott. And I mean, to take it a step further, if you look at it from a legal perspective, you have a gag order that, that they were threatening to be put in place. The penalties on the gag order alone is more substantial than the charges that they're trying to raise against them. Remember, this is an actual misdemeanor crime that they have elevated to the rank of felony to try and help to increase the level for the, the timeline on the, the statutes, but also the penalties. But this very thing, was actually dropped and dismissed by the Department of Justice uh, and others. And so it's funny that 
They try to act as if this is not political. And here's the problem, Scott. They're now saying the silent parts out loud. You had former Speaker Nancy Pelosi who said, well, you know, President will or President Trump will have a chance to prove his innocence before a jury. No, sorry. <laughs> In America, you're innocent until proven guilty. And so they're actually showing us not just that they're willing to weaponize our judiciary system against the American people and a former president, which is unprecedented, but they will utilize any means necessary to try and violate our rule of law and our Fourth and Sixth Amendment, as we saw even at Mar-a-Lago with the raid that took place by the FBI. Senator Rubio talked about this yesterday, how dangerous a precedent this is, Congressman. We've seen a lot of dangerous precedents with the left against Trump here, and now another one with local DAs getting their underwear in a bunch over a former president. I mean, what's to prevent this from happening on a regular basis now, really on both sides of the equation here? Well, this is exactly why in the 118th Congress, we ended up bringing back the Senator Frank Church-style committee, which is the weaponized, the subcommittee on weaponization of federal government, which is headed up by Congressman Jim Jordan. You know, for far too long, we've allowed these things to happen, just like we did in 2004, where we allowed the weaponization of the FBI to go after and target conservatives, how the uh, Department of Justice and FBI had been weaponized with things like against Michael Flynn, where you had crossfire hurricane. Uh, You've got all these things that continue to go forward, but now, thankfully, not only will we have this subcommittee that can actually go after the individuals and start doing the investigations, but us in the 118th Congress, if money, like Alvin Bragg has talked about utilizing federal funds for his investigation, that opens him up to oversight and accountability by Congress since that money is appropriated under Article 1, which the benefit of Congress is that we hold the purse strings. We can start investigating those people who are utilizing these types of federal funding to violate Americans' rights, and we can start actually holding them accountable. And that's exactly what we need to be doing. Look, if we keep saying that we're the majority, we need to start acting like the majority. Well, I know Jim Jordan has sent a letter or two to Alvin Bragg requesting his presence there on Capitol Hill, and it's as if Bragg is just kind of blowing you guys off. What do you think about that, Congressman? Well, we went ahead and we asked originally for him to come out. He has clearly refused. The next step will be a subpoena. If he wants to go ahead and violate his subpoena, we'll continue to go up until we actually get to a point where we will refer criminal charges. These George Soros-backed DAs like Bragg, we have one here in Orlando. Uh, in your opinion, Congressman, how much damage are these local DAs doing to our country? Well, they're doing a tremendous amount of damage, and that's why last night, for example, unfortunately, it was a very big loss for Republicans and for Americans when we didn't get the seat in uh, Wisconsin, which is a 10-year tenured seat for the Supreme Court run. Um, you know, what we have seen is not just the fact that they had weaponized our schools and our primary and secondary and higher education for indoctrination and to try and go ahead and push their political agenda, but now they see where they can continue to keep the opposition, the Republican Party, in court trial for court trial. And here's the thing. I have no doubt whatsoever that this court should actually have a motion to dismiss just based on the fact that it has had a dismissal on on multiple occasions. But you're now going to see where what's to stop them from saying, all right, now that we've arraigned him in New York, we're going to have him arraigned in Fulton County in Georgia. We're going to have him arraigned in New Hampshire. We're going to have him arraigned and they're going to continue this. And, And they know very well that as a former president and 2024 uh, candidate for the president, that 
he's going to be asked questions with regards to these charges, these allegations, these accusations. And if he's got a gag order, he doesn't have the ability to actually respond. And so they do this knowing that the media today, in most cases, if you don't have a response, you are guilty automatically in their eyes, and it's almost self-admittance. So they know what they're doing, and they're trying to destroy his character. They know that they're trying to prop up the failing uh, uh, policies under this you know, administration, which has been horrific in every way, militarily, politically, diplomatically. And so they're doing everything they can with the tools that they have to weaponize, to go after the president, to go after the Republican Party, and to come after conservatives like you and I. Well, as the Trump zaniness continues here, Congressman, I saw your tweet the other day, and as a resident of your district, I'm, I'm curious. The tweet says that since taking office, you've recovered over $1.3 million for the 7th District of Florida. So what is this headline about, Congressman? So 1.431 million is what we have recovered in back benefits. One of the things that a lot of people don't know is that your congressional members has the ability to go in and help with things like SSI and disability benefits, getting back pay for VA, helping with support other benefits. In addition to that, we also do things like helping to get people into VA for their VA bookings because some people will call and they'll have a six-month, nine-month wait time. We can get you to the head of the line. So this isn't just about federal legislation and representing you up in D.C. This is also about public outreach and the fact that our constituents need to have a service they can call that allows us to go and try and do their bidding when they're owed things from the federal government. And so that's what we've been able to do. And since taking office, we've been able to recover $1.4 million in benefits and back pay for our residents here in Florida 7th District. Thanks to U.S. Representative Corey Mills for the chat on the Inez Says podcast today. That will wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Hear that? Spring is back, and so is Church's Seafood. With a flavorful fish sandwich or classic shrimp basket, each starting at just $3.99. 